You miss all the good stuff by being so late on the switch. Jeez. I'm telling you. Welcome we'll to, yet, to, leave them wondering. to yet another episode of Show Center, the air show podcast. I'm air show announcer Matt Jolly, joined as always by my colleagues, air show announcers Rick Peterson and Rob Ryder uh, in their respective homes. Although Rob, I, no, Rob's I'm on not the road. Home. Yeah, he's on Where the road. Where are you? I'm at, I'm in the lodge, base lodging at MacDill Air Force Base. I came directly here from New Orleans because of impending weather and issues and that rather than fly home and come back. Oh, so yeah. I've been here since Monday. Yeah. So That's working awesome. in my room, Damn. working remotely, I have all my gear here to, you know, to work the podcast and everything. So I'm happy. And, and they had horrible weather come through the it, New Orleans area there with a tornado. And it's just yes. god awful. Yeah. Some fatalities well, overnight. Uh, that was that was a sad. That's a sad deal there, and a lot of people without power. So, New Orleans just doesn't need all that stuff. Daggone it! They've been through the ringer over the years. You've got that right, and things are fine at McDill. Yeah, they're great at McDill. Uh, we're going to have some bad weather tomorrow, probably, but it looks like the weekend's going to be marvelous. So gotcha. Friday, Saturday, Sunday will be will will be great for the uh, for the Tampa Bay Air Fest featuring the United States Navy's. Blue Angels. It's really great being back to work. And, and one of the best parts is that it seems like uh, this whole season, uh, now that we're off and running, is going to be a go. And one of the people uh, that I'm looking forward to hearing from uh, is Steph Strickland with the Oregon Air Show. And she's joining us now to, uh, to talk about this, because as you both know, there's some really exciting stuff happening out there on, uh, on yes. the West Coast. Yes, that's indeed. really going to be cool that you're doing. Is this the first of this type of event Uh as a major air show staff. Hi guys. I cannot wait to see you all in person again. And I'm glad that air shows are back up and running. Um, so this is the first of its kind for this air show in modern air show history. There was an all female air show back in 1947 and the 99s were a huge part of putting that one together uh, back in the mid forties air shows were uh, primarily air races. So the modern format with this really heavy military presence um, is is something that came on board after that. And so in, in terms of what we know as an air show, this is the first of its kind in modern history. And we do pay sort of homage to what the 99s did back in 1947. They are partnering with us to have a huge fly-in to our event. So I'm, I'm so excited about this all-female show. It's going to be awesome, you guys. <laughs> For those who don't know, Oregon rolled out this week, uh, She Flies is the theme, and the theme is women in aviation, and when you look at the statistics, it's uh, it's unbelievable that after all this time, there's still so few women who take this uh, this career, this passion up, and I think uh, this, this type of event is going to turn that around, Steph, because the numbers, frankly, are appalling. They're They're getting better, but it's you know, Rick, you and I have talked about this. It is an issue of you become what you see. And so, um, you know, we got the idea for this in 2018. I, that's when I officially came on the board and Bill Brock, we were, we were seeing women come into the demo pilot roles and Bill said, you know, I wonder if we can put together an air show that's entirely female. And that, that is all it took. And the match was lit and the fuse was going and it was like, we have to do this. And then we put it together with the intentions of having that air show in 2020. 
had everything booked, knew what we wanted to do. And then obviously COVID hit um, and it was pretty heartbreaking. And so it's been a while getting this back together um, to be able to pull this off. So I, I am so excited for what will happen in May. And, and because this is where our classroom is, so we also um, created a foundation and an aviation career pathway. And we have a physical classroom out there at the Hillsborough Airport. Uh, this event will have a lot of young girls and boys coming out there to experience aviation firsthand. It just happens to be that everyone involved with the air show, you know, is a woman, which is awesome. The demo teams uh, this year and the way this fell together, it's not easy to do this. I mean, to try and get these schedules lined up so that it could happen. There's a little bit of, uh, I don't know, is there serendipity? Is there luck? I don't know what uh, it made all the chips fall into place, but you've got captain Amy rebel, uh, Fiedler flying the F-16. Uh, mm-hmm. You've got Bayo, uh, Kristen Wolf is flying the F-35 at your show. And tell me about this, uh, this super Hornet pilot demo from the, Na- from the Navy. <laughs> oh, it's Stalin. So um, Amanda Lee, call sign Stalin, is bringing her Super Hornet in as well. And we were all together at the International uh, Council of Air Shows event in Las Vegas, and she had an opportunity to meet and hang out with everyone. And it's just so great to get all three of these badass military demo pilots together in one location to fly this show. Um, it's the full, full up demo from all of them and it's going to be loud and in your face and frankly, super exciting. So yeah, we've got all three, uh, demo pilots, female demo pilots, which is remarkable. Last weekend in new Orleans, we had both Amy and Kristen, uh, flying and, Matt, you had a story because you had a visitor at your house who wants to become a pilot, and it just drew in Amy and Bayo, and they extended themselves to this young lady, this young girl, uh, in a wonderful way, Matt. That was really awesome. One day we had a visitor over at the house on Sunday morning, and uh, Saturday morning, I guess it was. Yeah, and, and yeah. I, you know, because you know how it is uh, when you're in the family, you're in the family, right? So. I rode over to Robin. The next thing I know, boom, up pops, you know, Bayo and Rebel right there on a Face FaceTime timing call. with her. Yeah, which was just awesome. And and I, they you know, both really were thrilled to be able to to contribute to giving that girl some inspiration to chase after the the job that she wants to do, and that's be a pilot. And Steph, you know this person, and so it's exciting to see I this do. kind of stuff come together. And that's what this show is really this about, too, because- right? The, that little girl and her mom are just lovely, lovely, lovely. And so I think it's so neat, Rob, that you were able to wrangle uh, Bayo and Rebel to, to make that call. Because for, for us, from my perspective, when you have an opportunity to directly inspire someone like that, that's a moment that's not going to leave her. Um, that little girl, she's, she is already, you know, her bedroom is decorated with fighter pilots, um, memorabilia and things like that. So this, that was just a huge moment for her to say the least. And we hope to recreate that type of experience out here in Oregon with our show at Hillsboro, you know, and, and get a lot of these high school kids who are currently um, engaged in our classroom to, to come out and partner with a lot of schools and kids to make sure that we turn this into the biggest STEM event that we can as well. And that is where 
the Hillsboro show will continue to grow. We now have two show sites. Um, we also have a, what I would call the big jet team demo site out in McMinnville, Oregon. Um, and the Hillsboro show will really start to, to lean into the educational space. Now that we've got our physical classroom at the airport for these students to, to learn. So you'll see that Hillsboro show, um, kind of have panel discussions and, and things that, where we can really have one-on-one interaction between students, um, you know, boys and girls and, and these pilots who are coming out here to fly. You've um, taken it in the steps of putting this together, not only as from the performer, the military side of thing, you've got Vicki Benzing and some of the outstanding yeah. women uh, yeah. in the air show industry that are coming in in the civilian role. And then you've gone even deeper. Uh, you've got, uh, you've got the air bosses uh, as well, yeah. looking after all of the safety thing. Talk to me about that and the announcing as well. Yeah, this is, I get so excited about this. I'm so happy, you guys. I wish, I mean, I've got the biggest smile on my face. So thank you for letting me be a part of the the show. So we have the Misty Blues, um, you know, the all-female parachuting team, skydiving team. We've got, obviously, Vicki Benzing. She is flying both her extra as and her steerman. So oh, we get great. a twofer with her. And she is just she is one of my most favorite people. So that it just, I'm so excited that she's here. We've got Anna Serbanenkos. We've got Canada represented Ricky P. Um, yeah. You know, both Vicky uh, and Anna PhDs. So just in insanely bright women um, who are coming out here, you know, and then we've got our three female demo pilots and we've got some more stuff in the works um, that will be fantastic. We've got Donna Flynn, also Canadian, uh, uh, airbossing our show along with Kelly Hudson. Um, so they're going to team up and be our two female airbosses leading the briefing, making sure that the airspace is safe and ready to go for all of our pilots. We have Indira uh, Thackeray coming down, uh, who will be also our from primary- Canada, also from Canada <laughs> coming down to be our, uh, female announcer. She, uh, spent time, uh, with, both the Canadian Snowbirds as well as the CF-18 demo. So she's got a lot of time. And, and the Mike. Skyhawks, parachute team. And the Skyhawks, that's right. Thank you, Rick. With all three of the teams. That. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. So so she's got a ton of time interacting with people. She's going to be a fantastic announcer. Um, I'm coming in as board chair. I, I see some some online, they've, they've decided to bill me as an announcer, which I appreciate because I do talk a lot. But uh, rea- in reality, I'll do some interviews up there. On, it'll be Indira's primary responsibility. And I'll just be bringing some folks up for, you know, uh, we've got Jeannie Levitt, two-star Major General Jeannie Levitt coming out. Um, you know, we'll bring her up and do interviews. And those will be things that I'll, I'll conduct. Um, we also, by the way, have female uh, FISDO and FAA um, leadership as well, we've got Judy Willie, who is a name familiar to those of us on the inside of the air show industry. Um, she actually ran our show out here in Oregon for quite a long time. And she is also coming back on um, to this. And she is she is spending a lot of time working with the foundation now to, to keep this classroom up and running and really visualize what we can do in years to come. Can we someday become, you know, Sun and Fun West Coast, truly with a, a campus and all of the things that Sun and Fun has with their Aerospace Center for Excellence? Um, that's our, our, our brass ring, our goal out here on the West Coast. So, yeah, well, we've, we have done our best to bring as many women into this fold as we can. With, with a lot of shows that provide themes, put together themes, whether it's a Warbird theme, uh, like Kevin has done so well up in Michigan and places like yeah. that, 
this theme is solid. You have booked it top to bottom. Uh, I think it's going to reach uh, an awful lot of uh, young women. It's going to reach everybody because um, that's the way the aviation industry is. It doesn't matter who's flying it. It's the yep. it's the awesome spectacle of someone having achieved that seat and flying it. And I think it's just great. I really do. But here's the thing. I love this, Rick, because it's something that I have said to folks. The sky doesn't care. The airplane doesn't care. But the reality is, is there are a lot of other factors and there are some people who do care. So we are here to simply inspire. And and we have absolutely had some not significant, but aggressive is the right word for it. Some aggressive blowback from folks who are just come on. They are big. Come on. No, but hear me out, Rob. They're big mad that we're doing this and that's fine. They are welcome not to attend. They are welcome to attend. We would love to have them. And I have extended invitations directly to people who have called me sexist and whatever else. They're not coming Okay. Have a nice day, no, sir. I'm sorry we're not. Nobody, the right ho- nobody's holding a gun to their head and say you got to attend this show for crying out loud. My I, goodness I gracious, it's, that's it's just fine. nuts. It's it's just laughable, really. But there's, you know, we were talking about bringing folks down from Canada. Um, the one thing, and I'm just going to share this with you because this this thing, the trolls, I don't care about. The one thing that does make me sad and is frustrating and certainly indicative and reflective of what's going on in the world right now. We tried to get Svetlana Kapanina. She is, for those of you who don't know, the single most decorated aerobatic pilot, period, on the planet, male or female. I mean, like 40 some odd world championships or something bananas like that. And we managed to work through and jump through so many hurdles to get a visa secured. And so we found her an airplane and we were working with the FAA to make sure that her commercial certificate would apply here so she could get a SAC card. And we had an evaluator. We had everything sorted out to bring this legend to our air show. And then world events unfolded with Russia's invasion of Ukraine. And as a result, the NOTAMs mean that no Russian citizen can fly in the United States right now. So unfortunately, she will not be joining us for this show. Um, But I, I hope, who knows, maybe we'll be able to bring her out in future years because she is someone I would love, 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 love to see fly. And there are other women who are booked elsewhere. I, there are aviators that we know and love. Ashley Shelton is one of them who is who has recently got involved in aviation and has just just gone after it, become an instructor, learning how to fly all sorts of things, including the B-25 Mitchell bomber. Beth Jenkins, who flies that airplane. Um, of course, we. I, I know that Jackie B was was uh, scheduled to be there, and sadly, with her passing, the inspiration that she was to so many women and young girls uh, as an aviator, uh, you know, that legacy will live for a long time, but that uh, she will be deeply missed there at that show. She will. And we've, we have hired her before to to fly our show. And I'm grateful uh, that, that we did that and that we've had her out here. She, she will absolutely be missed. And I think um, wherever she is watching us from, she will be smiling and beaming because this is um, something she was very excited to be a part of. And we're intensely proud of it. it. I mean, Bill and I work very, very well together and, the, the team, I wish I could introduce you to every single person who's out here making this happen because we have had so much support and there's so much dedication and passion for the project for men and women, regardless, um, that it, it's been an honor, I guess. Um, 
I don't want to sound, you know, too, too cliche, but I have moments where it takes me aback and I have to stop and go, man, we're really going to pull this thing together, aren't we? So um, congratulations. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Cause it's been so long, you know, such a long time coming. So it's well, nice it's to be able to talk to you guys about it. Planning and, and next comes the execution. And, yeah. Uh, we all know that's the biggest hurdle in our industry. So uh, I'm, I'm wishing you nothing but luck and success in this. And, and uh, good weather. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no <laughs> joke. <laughs> especially uh, in Oregon. No joke. And especially in May. So well, it is what it is. And I'll, I just need a window. I just need a little window. We'll make it work. Now, has, has there been outside of our industry media interest in this and has it generated uh, that type of a story because it goes yes. beyond just just what yes. we're doing it, it has rick and i can't talk about that yet um if if these events unfold the way that we are being told they will it'll be really amazing but i'm hesitant to say anything about the specifics of that yet because yeah. it is all still at the conversation stage but it is um it's very, very exciting. So do me a favor, like, all, you know, knock on, knock on wood, cross your fingers, whatever it is that you do, that, that all those um, things come together for us. Because here's the thing, the air show itself will make history, you know, first of its kind in the modern air show world for this. Um, but additionally, it'll be our opportunity to share the fact that we've created this school and this curriculum and we're partnering with the community college and we've hired a teacher and to start maybe getting other states thinking about similar paths. You know, our goal isn't to, to hoard all of our knowledge here for how we change the dynamic in the aviation industry. Our goal is to get everybody like open book, you know, come, come and, and learn from us. And let's see if we can't create this type of program all over the place. Something that just came to my head, would it not be amazing to package the group and and do something that's never been successful in the air show business before, but take this entire group and tour with it? Oh, I, I mean, I would love to do something like that. And you, we all know, and for those of you who are listening to the podcast, over the years, there have been a number of, of kind of rumblings and ideas discussed about creating this exact scenario, not necessarily with all women, but just like a traveling air show circuit. And there are some companies that do produce shows in multiple locations, but right now all the shows are sort of independently booked. But for the most part, um, you have different performers coming in based on availability. The challenge logistically is telling everyone, okay, we're going to do this, clear your schedules and don't book anything. And let's get to this in 2024. That's, that's the challenge, right? And things change. Um, so I, I understand why folks haven't done it. Um, but let's see how either I'll be emotionally drained or like on fire and ready to go hard when this show is done. So ask me at the end of May, how one it came step together. at a time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But look, our air show site, we've expanded to two locations now and we're keeping both locations. So yeah. we, yeah, I'll this, see you in August. Exactly. So this air show is growing and the people can feel good about spending money on the ticket because it goes back to what we are talking about, um, you know, in terms of, of helping to fund the foundation. So it's it's money well spent. Well, congratulations and best of luck. Indeed. Thank Thanks you. Thanks for sharing something. I, can't, I don't think you have a lot of spare time right now. <laughs> so we appreciate that. Steph, can <laughs> you hang with us? Just be it. a little bit more passionate about it. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. Yeah, exactly. Geez, Steph. Can you hang <laughs> with us for just a minute, Steph? We, yeah, wanna, we, we have to get to the most professional name, professional name, I should say. 
uh, in the air show news business, and that is our own newsman himself, Rick Peterson, here with a look at Prop Wash. What do we have, Rick? Yes. Well, making news in our wonderful industry, uh, this week, wings over Columbus, uh, Columbus Air Force Base, uh, Tampa Bay Air Fest. Of course, McDill Air Force Base, where Rob is joining us from this weekend. Uh, next week, Shaw Air Expo, thunder over the Midlands uh, at Shaw Air Force Base. Wings over South Texas Air Show next weekend, too, NAS, Kingsville, Texas. And then, of course, uh, after that comes Sun and Fun Aerospace Expo down in Lakeland, Florida. And, uh, and I think the big news this week has been it's air show related because he is a member of the Red Bull Air Force but Luke Aiken and uh, and his uh, and his partner have decided that it is now time to tell us what they plan to do uh, and it's going to be televised. Hulu's going to cover it. Red Bull TV is going to cover it. And they are going to climb up to almost 20,000 feet in Cessna 150s and uh, they are going to get out of the airplane after they pitch it forward into a nosedive deploying this uh, speed brake that they have uh, now designed for this to slow the airplane down in the descent so that uh, they can catch up to it as they exit their airplanes, uh, free fall and fly over to each other, the other airplane, and get back into those airplanes, restart the engines, pull up the uh, the uh, air brake and, uh, and come out of the dive and land safely. Uh, I think they're doing this all entirely right over top of Kirby Chambliss's ranch. And, uh, <laughs> and he may be in <laughs> or, or thereabouts. And uh, I, I, I don't know. I can't wait to see this. But, uh, and I know they put a lot of planning into these things. But uh, this, is, uh, this is from the mind and the man who, of course, jumped out of an airplane uh, without a parachute and landed in a net from, what, 20,000, 25,000 feet as 25K. well. 25K. And I'm, I'm just looking here because I know someone's going to. Someone is going to correct us. I think I think they are one seventy twos. It looks like oh, are a, they? It looks okay. like a bigger door. I mean, I, it, you need a big target to hit if you're trying to get in the door of that. Thing. Well, can you imagine down, maybe, trying I, to some get type of out of that with the parachute on? Yeah. Like, wow. I, I tell you, Andy Farrington, the other guy who's jumping, he's he's no slouch either. He's got twenty five thousand jumps. Uh, two-time champion at the Red Bull Aces wingsuit and, and a third-generation skydiver himself. So we have some of the best any place. These guys live on the edge. And they're and pilots, they, too. I mean, they're, they're, they, uh, they're licensed pilots. And aren't they brother-in-laws? Is that how this came about? I can't remember. I, I sat through the, the presentation, too, just like you guys did. But I, it's, I seem to recall that they, they have some relation other than just flying buddies. Yeah, they are uh, they are they're tight right now. I'll tell you because they yeah. they they've been going through rehearsals. They probably got to do all blocking for the shots and everything is. And this is coming up, I think the the last week of April. So we were going to uh, have him on, but I mean, he kind of pulled a Melby on us, and uh, he did, and, and won't come on anymore. So. Far too busy to join yeah, us. Right he, now. <laughs> so Luke Aiken will not be on the show today. Uh, but anyway, we tried. Rick, it was a valiant effort. It really was. Well, yeah, and we're still. I'm not giving up yet. I mean, uh, he's he's ghosting us big time, but he's also very busy. I mean, I get it. It's uh, it's crunch time. They're just weeks away 
from doing this. And then, and if it all goes well, Rob and Steph and, and Matt, if it all goes well, I think they're going to take it on the road and uh, it'll be part of the Red Bull Air Force and we'll see it at air shows two or three times a year. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> kidding. Before you send any text to me or anything, I'm just kidding. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> this is a one and done and hopefully successfully. Oh my I think gosh! The best comment I saw—it blew up my my Facebook page when I put it on. It has, I think, close to thirty thousand shares and thousands of comments and stuff. And uh, I've got friend requests now coming from every corner of the world. But uh, when the news broke, it's uh, the funniest comment I saw on it was, "Hell, it's hard enough to get insurance for my Cessna now." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which is that's which a is fact. The truth. Yeah. Oh my goodness! I yeah. wanted to, I wanted to ask Steph because she's clearly so busy now with the air show. But uh, I, I hope we see more of you uh, with your with your own endeavors uh, in flying. Yes, I really do. I ah, I, was, I, I enjoy okay. that. How's it coming? Like, have you soloed okay. and all this I'm good stuff? So I am so happy. Thank you for so. Uh, very quickly, the FAA reissued my medical in August incorrectly. They put someone else's medical restrictions on my medical. And so when I talked to it, it kicked off a six month process, guys. I just got my medical back on Friday. I just got it back. Everything is solved. I have it in hand. The FAA apologized, which they never do. No one's really sure what happened, but the bottom line is, is I am now ready to get back to training. So I, I definitely, it took the wind out of my sales. Um, the weather's been garbage here out in the West coast. Some folks have even left the state to go do their check rides. So I will have a lot of learning to do because I basically took six months off of flying. So I've got some catch up to do. Um, but thank you though. Cause it brings a smile to my face. I'm good to go. Like I there's, I'm, I'm back in the saddle. I've got my medical. Yeah, you all, you, you just don't want to have somebody else's health record attached to your flying thing that's just outrageous. well and the thing is is i was like i can't produce these items if i get ramp checked i it'd be like like i'll use an asthma inhaler as an example if you they say oh you have to fly with your inhaler well i don't have one i don't use one i'm not it's not for me one. <laughs> i don't need one and they're like well then you know it we we have to fix this and the worst thing that can happen is i fly and solo and just kind of break the law even though it's not really fair and then that's kind of, you know, then they pull my medical completely. And now I have a much bigger issue. So the six month wait sucked, but it's over. So, and, and you will be flying again in a Vans RV 12. Is that correct? Yes. I love, I love the RV 12 so much. Um, it's so much fun to fly. And I joke with my friends who are training in Cessnas, um, who love it as well. Right. So flying is flying. We love it. Um, but but it is, they're, they're two very different um, types of airplanes. So I'm very fortunate that I have a chance to, to fly the RV-12. It's, it's for me, sporty and fun and puts a smile. That RV grin is a thing. It, it really I got to tell you, when, when Jill first took off in the left seat in our RV, yeah. she treated it like a 172. I said, okay, <laughs> airspeed's alive. And she pulls back on the stick and this thing goes, whoop, and I push yeah. forward on the stick to level it off. Yeah. She didn't realize how sporty the little airplane is. And those yeah. those RVs, talk about the RV, RV grin. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, I spend a lot of time reminding myself not to be a rocket ship. Like no one's impressed when I bleed <laughs> off all my airspeed on takeoff. That serves no purpose. <laughs> Mind your P's and Q's. So yeah, yeah, that's awesome. I didn't <laughs> 
as we wind things down on this episode too, I wanted to bring up one of the big uh, things that came out of Red Flag is all of the uh, all of the talk about this mirrored, shiny F-22 and this new coating that they put on apparently some of the Navy F-35Cs as well as uh, the 117s, uh, the stealth fighters that are back uh, being tested. And, uh, and I'm just wondering, is there any remote possibility that the demo jet this year will have that treatment? Because, man, does it ever look cool. It is the shiniest thing in the sky. Sorry, At the I moment, it's it still got the shiny. snake job. It's, it's got the snake paint job on it as, as of last week. No, no, the F-22. Oh, the 22, excuse me. Yeah. Oh, boy. Now, which one? I'm, I'm having a hard time hearing you, Rick. It's the, it's uh, the Raptor. Uh, Rob, what? What was that? <laughs> huh? Here we go. The Raptor. All right. Here. I've never heard on of that, that one. note. Yeah. yeah. That would be cool, though. Like a, <laughs> uh, like a big Mylar balloon in the sky. That would be... Uh, Cabo, that would be Cabo will be here it this like morning. It. Or tomorrow. Like I'll see Cabo UFO. tomorrow.